0: Hi everyone, welcome to Life with Fibromyalgia. Today is August 11th, 2019. Alright, so today I wanted to talk about fibromyalgia and hot weather. And the reason why I'm doing this is because it's summer here in Southern California. So, or California in general. (laughs) I I kind of don't know the differences... As far as like the seasons and other places. So I um, I know it's summer here. But it could be different somewhere else. Um, wherever you are. But um, I wanted to share a little bit about what happens to me when there's hot weather outside. And I go outside and do something. Um, so one of the first things that happens is that I overheat really quickly. And so that ends up, um, causing me to have a headache, and I become weak, tired, fatigued, and I also feel sleepy because of the headache, and it kind of, it kind of, I guess it kind of gives me a headache, but more of a migraine headache. I, I don't get a full-on migraine, but my eyes kind of feel it, and So that's why I'm not really calling it a migraine, but it's more of a mild version of it. So more of like a regular headache. So, um, let's see. Oh, one of the things that I was thinking about is, um, is the fact that we're, most of us are on medication. And so what happens is when you're on medication, you shouldn't really be outside, um, exposed to the sun Um, because you'll get a really bad sunburn and so that is something I wanted to point out that you have to be really careful and you can check with your pharmacy if that's an issue um for you so I I'm not really sure if like any fibro medications Um, have any restrictions as far as going um, outdoors and being exposed to the sun but I know with my psychotropic uh, medication I'm not able to be in the sun very much because I do get sunburned really quickly and it, it hurts really badly. Sometimes I've been exposed to the sun for a long period of time and that's because I'm in the pool or just wanting to be outdoors and not really wanting to be depressed at home. So that is uh, something that we have to watch out for, Um, that sunburn that is caused, that is more rapidly um, and more severely uh, caused by by the exposure to the sun so um yeah leave me some comments um about how the hot weather um affects you that this is the way that it affects me with the headache i get weak tired fatigued sleepy my eyes feel tired and so i'm pretty sure it's uh kind of different for each one of us but with similar symptoms um some being the same and some being different so I don't know like I guess like the weakness is it's pretty debilitating because I just get home if I'm even if I'm just outside just if my eyes are exposed to the to the sun to the brightness of the sun just outdoors then I get the headache and so on so I don't necessarily have to be exposed to the sun like directly but if it's so bright outside and it's hot then that that'll do it it's like and one of the things that I've noticed is that any warm air or wind it it hurts me really badly it's like oh I could already feel my legs hurting Um, it it affects my legs and my arms but mostly my legs And so that's what I found really weird as far as like heat. If I get any heat air on my legs, it's uh, pretty bad because then it really puts me in a flare. So I don't know. I guess I kind of see the hot weather as similar to um, how it feels in the winter. But in a very different way um in in a different debilitating way so i know in the cold weather it's more stiffness and more aches and pains and as far as the hot weather it's just the headache and weakness and tired which is also um some aches um aches and pains but i don't know winter is always bad but hot weather is um I don't know. I guess I just think it's as bad as bad, but not entirely bad. Um, so one of the things I also wanted to mention is that entering a cold room after being in the sun feels really good. But my body has to adjust. So I don't know, maybe a lot of you will, will um, have the same symptom as me. I guess, like, my body goes into some sort of, like, whoa, like, this is a big difference. Like, the very cold. I know I, I put on the AC and then, like, during the week, during the day. And, and it, mostly I leave it for my dog. But I leave it at a low, low, um, a, a not too bad of a low temperature, but a reasonable one. And my dog, it's for my dog, but once I come back, I turn it off, and it's nice that it's cold, but it it kind of messes me up a little bit. Um, but I figure if I don't put the AC, it's going to be really hot by the time I get here, and I'll just have to deal with the uh, hot um, rooms, and so it's not a good idea. So it's kind of like trying to find the, the, um, the perfect, um, temperature, but, um, in that case, it's kind of hard. Uh, let's see, I'm kind of looking at my notes as to what else I wanted to share. Um, I wanted to mention something because I currently went to a concert and, um, I was a bit scared because... I was like, oh, what if they don't do um, uh, accommodations for disabled people? And so my boyfriend's like, oh, well, we can go ask. And so I was just a bit scared because it just didn't seem like they did. And I went up front and I asked one of the security men, I was like, oh, do you guys accommodate for people with disabilities? And, And they just kind of initially looked at me like, for who is this? And interestingly, they asked that question. And they were like, oh, for who? And I was like, for me. And um, the guy just kind of looked at me like from head to toe. Like, okay, well, what's wrong with you? Um, type of look. And so I, I pulled out my, um, my DMV placard um, paperwork. And so I... I was like, okay, here's my DMV, um, paper that, you know, it's proof that I am disabled. And so he looked at it and he was like, oh, okay, like, you know, that's fine. And so he let me in with my party. So we had my cousin and her boyfriend over, uh, with us. So they went in with me. And so one of the things I wanted to, to say is that, um, I guess never be scared to ask for accommodations. I'm always I guess I'm not scared of it, I guess. I'm more like self-conscious about going and asking because I feel like they're always judging me. Um so yeah, um don't be scared. Don't I mean, the worst thing that they can say is no. Um but one of the things you you probably do want to do is take that that DMV form with you and show them that you are disabled. So that, that is something important that I would take with me. I know that I've, I haven't taken it various times to different places because they don't really, they don't really question um, the fact that you're disabled. They just kind of like, okay, well, you know, yeah, you can. Um, I noticed that when you have like the Quell device on, they kind of look at that and they're like, oh, okay. Um, so it's actually kind of funny that they have to say something. So in that case, um, if you wear your Quell device, you're, you can just say like, you know, this is a, a pain reliever, I guess, or whatever. Some type of medical device for you. Um, but usually, yeah, you can just say it's a medical device. And... Um, just let them know that you are disabled and show them proof if they're not believing you. But most of the time they won't ask for it. But I know there will be a time when they will ask you because that happened to me for that concert. And uh, I guess there's something else. I went to another concert maybe, I think it was early this year or or last year, I I really don't remember. But anyway, that doesn't matter. It was that venue was a standing venue. And so I was asking for accommodations. And they were like, Oh, we do fulfill that. Um, And so what they did is, they um, put chairs in a particular section in the venue. And that is for all the disabled people. And so um, they make that area or that reserved area for for us and so so they might not have um a particular permanent area for for the disabled people but they make one there so I'm pretty sure anywhere you go you can you can do that um and ask and maybe they'll accommodate you in that way but yeah um I want to encourage you to go out and if you like concerts then go ahead and And don't be afraid um, to ask and and be accommodated Um, I think it's a good idea to get out and go to a concert and just kind of relieve some stress and all that unfortunately the downside to that is that you might get tired so I guess one of the things that you can do which is something that I did was I would sit down for a little while and after I got stiff, I would stand up, and then I was like, okay, I'm okay to, to go to the, the, um, to the main floor, and so I went to the main floor, and I, I decided that I wanted to dance a bit, and so I did, but it didn't turn out well, because the next, days I was in bed and I couldn't go to work but don't do that (laughs) just go ahead and be seated down in that area that they that they reserve stand up when you don't feel comfortable sitting down anymore maybe you can walk around um and if you feel like if you do want to dance I say dance for like five minutes and just you know get it out of your system for wanting to (laughs) dance and then um just go back to your seating area but even though we might not be able to dance for so long i think five minutes well it depends for each one of you but um if five minutes is too much try try a minute i mean you you can you can do what you want so you can do it for a minute two minutes but I'd say up to five minutes, and even that is kind of stretching it, just because uh, we're not, or at least people sometimes aren't, aren't dancers, and they're not used to it, like me, and so um, going on for more than five minutes can be very strenuous, uh, so um, just be aware of that, um, sometimes you will get into the mood that everyone's in and there, and just want to Dance like how they are too, and so you can get carried away very quickly. So I would be mindful of that, and if whoever's going with you, just let them know, hey, like, you know, I know I'm probably gonna get too excited and I'm gonna want to dance, and you know, you can let them know to kind of, you know, remind you about that, um, like, hey, you know, you can't do this, um, you know, any longer, it's too much for you, or you might get a flare or whatever. So, I mean, especially if you work, you don't want to get into a flare because you won't be able to make it work. And if you don't work, um, then it might be too painful to endure um, that flare. But we all know our bodies. And if you know that you can handle it, then, I mean, go for it. But yeah, just be mindful that You can get a flare and um, can be bedridden for a little while like I was. So, I don't really have much today. Um, It's been pretty busy. Um, I guess the reason why I haven't podcasted is because throughout the week, I am working. Then I come home and just go to sleep. So, I mean, I eat, but... I eat, um, right after work and then I come home and at that point it's like time for me to go to bed. So I'm like, I don't think I can, you know, spend that time, my sleep time making a podcast, but I will start making more time at some point, um, to do this more often. And, oh, so, uh, during the week, that's what happens. And then on Thursdays, Um, Thursdays is the day that I don't sleep early, like I'm usually used to. Um, I actually go, um, and pick up my boyfriend from his house, which is about, like, 40 to 45 minutes away, and we kind of hang out, um, and he comes over, and I don't get time to podcast, and so Friday is the same. I work from home, and he is able to hang out while I'm working, and so, I'm a little self-conscious about, um, people listening to me doing a podcast. I just will act really weird. (laughs) And so, um, I won't want a podcast. I'd be like, and, um, well, uh, (laughs) so, um, yeah, I don't, I don't feel very comfortable. I mean, even though he's my boyfriend, I don't feel very comfortable, like just saying what I want to say and just. I don't know it's just really awkward for me so even now actually he's in the living room watching a movie and I'm in the bedroom making (laughs) this podcast but yeah there was something that came to mind just now and it's kind of going away um I don't remember and I thought it was really important um let's see if I can remember uh give me a few seconds Oh, I know it's something that has to do with... Oh, yes. Okay, I remember. Okay, so... One of the advantages of working where I work... Is that I can telework. And so, that's working from home. And I currently have an agreement... um, That's for teleworking for two days a week. And so, um, I'm... I started to talk to my supervisor and I was telling him, I'm like, I think it would be very beneficial for me to work at least one more day at home um, and come to work um, two consecutive days um, when I don't telework and not have a, you know, telework one day, go to work, telework the next day and then work in the office and then telework again. Um, I didn't see that as beneficial because I wouldn't be able to connect with people, um, as long as I would need to. So I, uh, I was requesting because I telework on Mondays and Thursdays. And so typically by Friday, I'm already tired. And so usually I call in on Fridays because I'm like, uh, I can't do this. And so I I'm requesting for a telework day being on Friday. And so, um, I have a, um, I have what they call a reoccurring, um, agreement, telework agreement, which is up to two days of, um, telework days. And in order to have those two days, you have to be on a flexible schedule, which is eight hours, um, five days a week. And then, It's different for people who are on nine hours, um, nine hour, nine, I think they call it nine, nine, I don't know. I think it was five, four, nine or something like that. Um, so they could only telework once a week or I think twice in one week and once in the other. And so, um, that, I'm sorry about that noise. It's my sister texting me and it's not my phone. It's my laptop getting those notifications. My phone, I put it on silent, so it's not doing anything. But it's my laptop. Um, but anyway, I'm requesting a third day, and um, in order to get that third day, I need to have um, a doctor's note. So, I'm. I scheduled an appointment with my rheumatologist because I know that's the person that they would want it from. I don't think my primary doctor. I mean, I'm pretty sure she would do a letter, but she'd be more like, you know, that's something your rheumatologist can do. And so, I mean, might as well go to the rheumatologist. So I just scheduled an appointment with him and the appointment is in September. So it is going to take a little while to, to get that done. And then it has to go through an, an approval committee. And then from there, it, it just moves forward to becoming a permanent, um, telework third telework day um so I'm looking forward to that because Fridays I can at least work um Fridays as well and not be taking it off every other week and and I mean with fibro um as you might imagine uh you don't accumulate hours very much because you're 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 absent a lot and so I currently like I every week if I get six hours and four sick sick um sick hours then by the time that I'm putting in time I use those hours for the amount of time that I was gone so I I kind of go by go based on every two weeks and just kind of use them up every time so um there's no accumulation of hours so um, that is something that, that I, I feel, I mean, I feel kind of bummed about it because I don't have time for, I guess I, I guess the days that I come home when I'm not feeling well, they are to myself, but uh, I guess what I'm talking about, is more like time for myself as in going somewhere. Like I don't have that time when I'm, that I don't that have that amount of hours to be able to go out somewhere for a weekend or, you know, something like that. And if I don't want to do that, sometimes I just, um, what I end up doing is just calling sick on Friday and do what I need to do, uh, during the weekend if I do want to do something. But, um, that's just, that's just a way of kind of working it out because we do need to do something. Sometimes we can't just be home and, I mean, just go to work and then come home and not do anything. We do have to have some sort of excitement. Um, it might be different for you. It might be different for me. So we all have something that we enjoy. And it's part of something that we need to, we need to do. Get in touch with those things that we love to do. That way we don't um, get depressed or anything like that. So that, I don't know. I just wanted to recommend for any of you who have the possibility of or more of the opportunity to telework i think it's something important that you can talk about with your supervisors and you know the worst that they can do is say no but at least you will have that that answer and not keep wondering about it so i encourage you to ask and hopefully you'll get accommodated And getting a letter from your doctor. um, I would, I guess, I would kind of come prepared with things. Just so they can see that you're not just, you know, just saying it just because. But you you can have proof like, oh look, my doctor has given me this. Just wondering if you can accommodate. And, um, I mean, if they don't, then at least you tried. So yeah, that that is something I encourage a lot. I know a lot of you are not um, might not have that opportunity, but if you do, please take advantage of it. It really helps a lot as far as working and being able to make some money. So um just thought I'd share that with you guys. Um so yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about, the hot weather and the accommodation situation at concerts, and maybe that can apply to other, to other things and places that you might um, go to. So just anywhere. I mean, don't be afraid to ask if they accommodate um, disabled people, and um, just uh, just you know be assertive. And um, I guess what I can say is um, take care of yourselves and um, be advocates for yourselves because maybe someone else won't do it for you and you can't always lean on people for that and so you know be assertive and be an advocate for yourself all right well it was nice uh you know making this podcast for you guys i really enjoyed it um hopefully um i'll do another one soon i don't know what the topic is yet but i'll have something um usually something happens in my life that I kind of want to share so uh yeah hope uh that whatever season you're in wherever you live that it's not affecting you as much as far as summer yeah please be careful out there it might affect you might not but you don't want to be in the sun if you have medication that that uh affects you if you're in the sun and you get a really horrible sunburned so um yeah be careful and make sure you talk to your pharmacist and ask them and just make sure that it'll be okay and um make sure to wear sunglasses when you go out that way it doesn't affect your eyes and um yeah so all right um i'm gonna log off and uh, hopefully you guys have a wonderful time and day And, um, yeah, don't be afraid to, uh, leave me comments and just give me ideas as to what I can talk about and, and research if you'd like to, um, or just, you know, just as friends, you can leave anything there or email me. Um, the email is L-I-F-E-W-F-I-B-R-O. So lifewithfibro at gmail.com. So... That'd be nice to hear from you guys. I really would like to hear some stories um, of how you came upon fibromyalgia because that'd be great and I'd love to share that. Um, As for me, it was uh, emotional and physical trauma. So I kind of want to hear from you and see um, how fibromyalgia was brought on to you or how it came about because it'd be interesting to know Like, is it just physical and emotional trauma or what else could it, what else could it be? Um, were you born with it? I mean, they think, um, some people are born with it, but I mean, we don't know, um, really the research is kind of, uh, limited. So, um, if you have fibromyalgia and you kind of have another idea as to how it came about, Um, that'd be interesting I really would love to know and I'd like to share that in the podcast so yeah don't be afraid to email me or you can leave a comment on podbean wherever Um, and um, if you'd like on instagram if you just want to see my pictures of you know random stuff um, you can uh, search for me it's uh, in twitter I don't know why I'm saying twitter on instagram it's nrodri one so if you search for that name that's I'll pop up and then you can be one of my friends and then just kind of see um, little things here and there about me all right well it was nice um, like I said uh, talking and um, I'll talk to you guys next time bye